0: Growing up in Brooklyn, right? I want to talk about that. I don't want to go through our whole history of our family, right? But this is gonna be about you. Okay. But if it's gonna be about you, we gotta throw some of me in. Okay. So we were born in Brooklyn, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, Dyke right? Heights,
1: Bensonhurst.
0: Okay. So we left when I I was about four, three. I don't I don't remember. Uh, you. Uh, five, right. maybe
2: five.
1: I le- we left when we were kids. We left when I was in the third grade. So you were in
0: kindergarten, kindergarten. But there's a picture of me in kindergarten at PS 204 in Brooklyn. So yes. it's the same year we left. Yes, yes. I had to make a long story short. Went down to Texas, lived there a little bit. Came, came up to Queens, lived Sopped. there a little bit. Moved out to Long Island, eh, lived there. So, so. And then something happened, whatever happened. Drugs. <laughs> you went came back to Brooklyn yes. to live with our father.
1: Yep. And that's at, how that a, went. at what age? Uh, how old are you when you are uh first, first, first sophomore in high school? Because I did I my junior I did my junior and senior years in the Utrecht. And I did freshman sophomore in West Babylon.
0: Well, let's let's put it, th- uh, I,
1: in 5th grade, you're 10. Well, that's, when, right. we, when we got to Lo- West Babylon, I did 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th. 10th, 11th, 12th. So I was in Long Island for six years.
0: Yes. So, so you left at sixteen. That sounds about I, right. I used the word left loosely. Yeah. Right. You were kicked out. Somewhat thrown. You got the boot pushed. So you go back to Brooklyn Where we we would always visit Yeah So it wasn't like We were totally removed From that Did you get that that
1: homey feeling When you came back though You always had that home feeling
0: Brooklyn is home Always Always will be Everything about Brooklyn is home Yep Go buy the house now Not so much Nah no, And then totally it did a good fine. job With the house Yeah it but... looks
1: beautiful But I'd rather tear it down And put
0: the old shit back up <laughs> Yeah I know Me too Even with the old door And, That's the, right. and the old right. I just want to hear that sound One more time when The fucking mailman comes You, you can hear him in the <laughs> kitchen. You can hear him in the kitchen <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's funny too Eugene Eugene the mailman That's his name Eugene Wow
0: <laughs> Do you remember uh, Angie? Yeah I remember Angie I used to, th- I used to She was a she, Angie was a uh, stop, stop me if I'm wrong. She was like the mayor type. walk yes. around up and down the block. Yep. She would have hard candies in her pockets for yes. the kids, Lemon drops and butterscotch. Yeah. Butterscotch. <laughs> I remember. I, that's how I got hooked on butterscotch. From that fucking... She reminded me of a combination of Obi-Wan Kenobi and Vincent Price. <laughs> she looked like... Holy fuck, dude. That's perfectly said. <laughs> that's what she always reminded me of. Vincent because Price. She
1: always had that long jacket on was it brown yeah. yes it was brown <laughs> and she had that off brown hood thing like that like what do you call those things your people Sh- a shawl? A
0: shawl? <laughs> <laughs> she was a jedi god she went she wore the, was a jedi she wore the jedi garb
1: god damn it
0: right, Angie, so brooklyn, bro- bro- brooklyn was always home but always, always i was talking to my friend ivan mm-hmm. who lived in a uh, he went to Lafayette. Actually, he was in Brooklyn for a while.
1: Actually, that's gone now. It's gone. Lafayette's gone. I, if I'm not mistaken, Lafayette High School is no more.
0: He was there from like four to 18, and he. I didn't. We didn't really get deep into it, but he was telling me how great it was to grow up there. Yes, I agree. No, I. Ha- I, ha- I had a. I grew up all right. I had a good upbringing. We had a lot right. of fun, me and my friends. But there was always something missing, and whatever it was, I got when I came to visit Brooklyn. But not in the way that you had it. Like, when I would come to visit Brooklyn, I, my friends I made when I was a kid, you know, like John... John. I don't really use last names too much. John down the block, mm-hmm. Carlo next door, mm-hmm. or two no. houses down, or whatever. Right. I didn't really keep in touch with them. No. Well, you so were what, young, though. So what I would do... Well, I could have... If I wasn't, like, a shy kid, I could have easily walked over there and knocked on the door. I'll Easy. tell you what. They would have let you right in. Those people are... St- yeah, they would have let you right in. Last time I saw Johnny, we played Mike Tyson's Punch-Out in his basement. Oh shit. Yeah. But <laughs> but so what I would do is when I would go to Brooklyn, I would just walk around the neighborhood and listen to uh, you know, a tribe called Quest or or whatever it was at the time, and I would get that feeling, the music in the streets and walking around and I would do like a big circle. It was great. But for you, you kind of grew up there from 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 birth to Whenever to... So tell me about it. Well, I always... we always I'll tell you what. Growing up on the
1: block, before we left, right? I already had Gary, Cosmo. They were...
0: They, you know, I, since I'm born, they've been, Gary's been around. Can I tell you something about Cosmo? I, you know how the Angie thing, she always reminded me of Vincent Price? Isn't? Yeah. Cosmo's older brother reminded me of the Armors Glue guy. You know that little Elmer's Glue guy? Because <laughs> he had such a big fucking head. Yeah, he had a big fucking head, a lot of hair, and like a
1: half inch forehead because he had so much hair. There was about a half inch of forehead in between his fucking brows and his fucking <laughs> hairline, bro. <laughs> he you know so, he was? He was a fucking such a hairy, sweaty giddy. So, nah, fuck that fucked up. So, when I'm from <laughs> Bay Ridge, that's not. Our- no, you know, it's it's like the border of. of uh, it's like Bensonhurst, Dyker Heights It's more Dyker Heights I
0: thought, uh, okay
1: Yeah, Bay Ridge is starting to go up You know, like 10th Avenue, 9th Avenue, 8th Avenue We're, we're on 14th, which is Dyker Heights ben, Going towards Bensonhurst Alright,
0: go ahead about Bath Beach area Alright, so, you know,
1: Cosmo but Yeah, I had them So every time I went back to Brooklyn I always had somebody to hang out with Like, they were right there I knocked on the door.
0: You were a little older, so it was Yeah, I
1: was a little bit older, so it wasn't a big deal. I go to the house. And they were living there full time. So they had a crew of people they used to hang out with. So basically as we got older, they started um you know, they started hanging with a lot of people. I would go with them, they would bring me to Thirteenth Avenue, and I they introduced me to the Thirteenth Avenue boys. Because um, you know, when I when I went when I went back to Brooklyn, man, I was a metalhead. None of those dudes are metalheads.
0: It it, it, it must have been, it it was, how could you be a metalhead in that neighborhood, really? No, you can't, but you get
1: beat up, or, (laughs) because, let's face it, Italians ain't the most understanding people, like, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, so I got introduced to the 13th Avenue Boys, and in my opinion, one of the best things that's ever happened to me, because I still, to this day, I have five to seven to eight solid friends from that avenue in between 13th avenue and 14th avenue that to this day I could call up and would come and help me in a second. They would hit somebody with a bat and then ask me why I wanted them to do that after. Right, but yeah, yeah, You know what I'm saying? Those kind of type of people. Remember you were saying earlier before about the something that in West, like growing up in Long Island, you said that you didn't have, there was something missing. I think I know what it is. When I was living in West Babylon, hanging out with everybody over there, who I'm still friends with, by the way, today, most of them, but what we, West Babylon was always like, you were hanging out, this fucking place sucks, this fucking place sucks, everything sucked, West Babylon sucks, what are we doing? It was almost like everybody wanted to get out of there, they wanted to go do something else. When I went to Brooklyn, what they had over there, they don't have that. They have, stay the fuck out of here, this is ours. Like that's their fucking neighborhood, and th- those those guineas over there protect their neighborhood, man. They, like, there's like pride there, and I didn't find that in West Babylon. You know.
0: I I tell you what though, on, on the opposite side of that, you're right about the uh, there was nothing to do. Let's get out of here. Let's go find something else to do. At the same time. When another town did come in There was problems Yes I agree Like there wasn't that kind of This is ours Get the fuck out Who's that Who's this guy Who's that Mm -hmm. But when there was another presence That came into West Babylon Like Lindenhurst Yes (laughs) Which is the classic battle Yes There was that pride But I feel like You're right about that I gotta agree with that But if, if I had a problem I could call my friends It would just take them 20 minutes to get there
1: Yeah I tell you what You know what you're right about that. Because we a couple different a couple different occasions we beat the shit out of Lindenhouse. But one day we really put a hurting on them. I don't know what was on their mind that day, but they came in I can't remember what what um what street it was, but they were walking down that street like they were hard rock. And there was like fifteen or twenty of us on the corner drinking smoking and I don't know, they walked into
0: a fucking grinder, dude. Nah, you, you can't you can't it's, it's probably a main street too. Wellwood Avenue or something.
1: I can't uh, I can't remember but they
0: one oh nine for your locals. Yeah. For your local Long Islanders yeah. out there. Auto Trend for all you old school fucking <laughs> auto trail oh, U haul Tombstone place. Alright, so back uh, back to back to Brooklyn. That was a hard transition, man transition from what Long Island to Brooklyn from
1: a. when I was in Long Island we were, we were there were fights you know metalheads fight the guidos guidos fight the blacks metalheads fight the blacks Westbound fight Lindenhurst this and that no big deal people get hurt people get beat up or whatever and uh, you know things are a little bit slower than they are in Brooklyn when I went back to Brooklyn I was thrown into a whole new world all of a sudden people were getting killed like shot Stabbed, beat up, missing like there were things going on that i didn't I could not comprehend man, and I'll tell you what within the first within the first year, I totally changed my whole life changed because in long Island you don 't really have to watch I, i'll tell you what if you want to find trouble in long Island you'll get it i 'm not saying it, it by no means am I disrespecting West Babylon because it, it was a there was some fucking screwballs in there. But when I moved back to the neighborhood, it was, it was tough. I mean, my first day in the Utrecht High School, I went into the bathroom to smoke a cigarette. And this is a true story. I walk in the bathroom to smoke a cigarette. First day, didn't know anybody, right? I walk into the bathroom, and there's fucking three skinheads beating the shit out of a metalhead. Beating the shit out of a man. Fucking nobody fucking was helping. Everybody stood away, stood back. And fucking...
0: So when you when you walked in there, like, again you saw that. Did you just walk out, or you just act like you didn't see? Wash your hands. I.
1: Fortunately for me, I started learning the street a little bit before, like, you know, before I went, I started school. So I knew that I just mind your business and do your thing. So I simply went in there, I took a piss while they were pounding them out. I smoked the butt. <laughs> they were beat them up, and I
0: fucking walked out. That seems like the. I think that's that's your move right there. Yeah, because if you go in there, you can't say nothing to them. No, then you're gonna get a beating. You can't just run out because that would be a fucking a, yeah. acknowledgement of the beating right. and a bitch move. Maybe I'm next. <laughs> yeah, so that's not only acknowledgement that that happened. So
1: you go in there and you just do your business. I tell you what, one time, like I said, I went to Newtric, I was a metalhead, the hair, the patches, the fucking, the whole shit. Right, that was the one time I went in there. There was a the fucking, the skinheads were beating that kid up. I went in there. I went out. I did my thing. And I left. Right. Another time, I go in the bathroom. I go in and smoke a cigarette because in fucking the Utrecht, there's people smoking in the hallways. It was fucking nuts. It was weird. I remember even people drinking beers and and uh, it was it was a fucking whirlwind of difference. Let me tell you. N- not people, kids. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, it was crazy. I go in the bathroom this time. Right. And there's a bunch of fu- Okay. In West Babylon I had West Babylon versus Lindenhurst. West Babylon, North Babylon, well. In Brooklyn, it was avenues, 13th Avenue versus 14th Avenue. 18th Avenue, Hated Bay Parkway, and that's how that went. Every fucking avenue and street, they had their own little clique. So I walk in the bathroom, the one that we usually go in, you know, like my people. And I walk in there, and there was a bunch of guys in there, well, kids from 18th Avenue, and they fucking started a problem with me. No Eighteenth Avenue. Didn't Daddy hang out on Eighteenth Avenue? Wasn't that like his spot? Uh, I think Daddy was also a Thirteenth Avenue boy, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Actually, I'm gonna have to
0: ask him that next time I see him. I think he was Eighteenth Avenue because he has that 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 fucking drawing that his friend made. It said Eighteenth Avenue, Avenue, and it was a car, carc- caricature right. of all the. And he they made him the clown. I guess he was the funny guy. He was
1: the fucking jokester. <laughs> he <was> the jokester. <laughs> I walk in the bathroom, right? And the fucking they were in there. I, I, it was ATM you near know, Bay Park. And one of them fucking crews, and um, they started some shit with me. Yo, what's with the hair and the fucking zippers? Because the zippers, I had my biker leather, right, with my fucking cut denim vest over it. Fuck it. So they were starting to abuse me. All of a sudden, this kid fucking comes out of the stall and he sees what's going on. He sees these fucking Guido types fucking with me. He goes, yo, yo, yo. Don't fuck with this kid. How many, how, many, uh, how many of them? There was like five or six of them. In there, and everybody, you know, smoking whatever. So, they, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I'm not going to be, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to stand my ground and fucking see what happens. Because I already had, you know, 13 day with my boys, you know. So the fucking kid comes out of the store and he sees this boy's fucking with me. He goes, no, leave him alone. Who the fuck is this guy I'm thinking to myself Who the fuck is this guy He's like Yo this kid here hangs out with 13th Avenue He goes Those fucking guys are nuts He goes Don't fuck with this kid And the guy was like Is that Is that You know Is that true You from 13th Avenue I was like
0: Even if it wasn't true At that point (laughs) like Yeah yeah yeah,
1: that's true So I'm thinking to myself, fucking, hey, look at this shit. So I popped my fucking chest out. I'm like, yeah, I'm from dirty, you. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was from dirty. I was a dirty, Avenue you boy. But I popped my fucking chest out now. I'm like, yeah, I'm from dirty, Avenue." you. And uh, they're like, oh, you know, you know this guy and this guy. I'm like, yeah, these are my friends, you know? And they're like, oh, well, sorry, man. They shook my fucking hand and left me alone. And because rockers in that school, like metalheads, they got beat up in there. Like Puerto Ricans, blacks, everybody yeah. got beat up.
0: They were the, the, the metalheads were the minority.
1: Oh yeah, man. The rock- Yeah, everybody got beat the up. Rockers. Yep, everybody got beat up unless you were Italian. I was the only fucking metalhead down with Dirty dead that nobody fucking touched.
0: I'm gonna ask you the same. I'm gonna ask you the same question I asked Yvonne last week because you know he was from Bensonhurst. Mm-hmm. How did you not? Become a Guido, or did you?
1: I'll tell you what. Guidos. Or,
0: my favorite word, Cougine.
1: Oh, Cougines. Okay. When I, when I first got back there, I hung, hung out Gavin Cosmo. They introduced me to 13th Avenue, guys. Then we went from 13th Avenue to 14th Avenue, and that's when I met Eric and all of them, and that's when we all became one big crew. The two avenues became one. Now, tell you what. There was not one Guido... In that whole crew. How is that possible? Because what they were, Guido's now, tell me what a Guido is now. Mike, the situation? Like, what's a Guido
0: now? I think, uh... uh or a Guido then, whatever. A Guido now, I think is, is, you know what, I don't, I don't even know the answer to that.
1: Guido's now are like fucking poorly and Vinny and Mikey, situation, whatever yeah, that morons like, name is. They're,
0: they're like hip hop guys, too.
1: Right. Now, those are Guidos. Now, how can you put that? I'll tell you what, the kids in Brooklyn, they were Italian, they dressed in the suits, you know, but they were street kids. They were street kids. These The Guidos in Long Island were Guidos because they were rich. They were rich, they had the nice cars, nice clothes. The kids in Brooklyn were all street kids. And if they... People like that, like everybody's got the stereotype. Hey, yo, Brooklyn. My friends would beat people like that up. Like, Greedos would get beat up by my friends in Brooklyn. They, they, weren't, they were street kids.
0: All right, so what it was. The Greedos from Brooklyn, they weren't Guidos. They were just who they were. And then that title came along later. There are and Greedos. That, and that, 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 that title formed... An identity And the guidos now They're not who they are They're no. a, that a, That identity Or that That connection to that word But they're not Who they are No Not at all. Like maybe you know, okay, Well they're Italian They wear fucking There
1: are guidos out there They wear
0: the uniform
2: <laughs> That's for sure
0: But the difference is The guys that you're talking about They weren't Okay let's be guidos And put on the outfit They just right. were Who they were yes. And they just turned out to be The guido or The cujine The guys now Guido's already An established thing So Mm -hmm. it's something to do It's almost like It's like there's a Hardcore band called Good Clean Fun Where they have an album Called Shopping for a Crew Yes It's just like that
2: Mm
0: -hmm. That's where they fit in But it's not really It may be who they are But it's not who they are Like the fucking Guido's You're talking about They made the term Yeah right right Like the guys you're talking about They made that name But now these guys The name made them Brooklyn the word Guido you never
1: hear that word, Guido. Now, you hear the word cuisine, right? But the people that I hung out with, they would abuse cuisines. Hey, Joey Cadillac. Hey, Vinnie Boombats. Those words never came out of any of my friends' mouth. My friends were all street Italian. They were Italians from the street and they were real. They were, they were all... Not like these fucking... These kids now are such fucking punks. Everyone I hung out with was fucking skinny. Everyone was skinny because we were always out running around in the fucking streets. Every one of them was tough. Every single one was tough. They all knew how to fight. They were street kids. There was no fucking or guido to be found. It was... And to me, and so, I was shocked by that. I thought I was walking into a world of guidos. Not
0: at all. Best friends I'll ever have. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's interesting because it's like it's it's almost like what I said. It's like that's interesting. Yeah, because it's it's like the Guido the Cousine thing that now you say that Cousine and Guido those words weren't really weren't really spoken. Cousine,
1: not Cousine. You heard? Well, Guido is is Guido a Long Island thing? Because I Guido is yes a Long Island thing. Cuisine was a Brooklyn thing.
0: I remember Cousine from when we were young. Hey,
1: Cousine, those guys would get beat up by
0: us. Did now was, was no that way. word did was that word a disparaging thing or was it, or was it just what it was
1: Hey cousin it was like uh some people took it with pride hey i'm a Cougine, eh?
0: and then they got a fucking sound thrashing
1: yeah and you got a, like a two, <laughs> you got a fucking two-fisted beating from one of my friends like we were in a bar one time, and there was a couple guys in there playing the whole role, Mike. The fucking whole role they were playing. The fucking muscles and the tight shirts and the fucking hair. Smoking a cigar, right? And we had, like, a problem with them. I'm not going to fucking say they started. We started. We didn't like them. We didn't like the way it looked, so we fucking started a fight with them. But the guy was like, the guy. I'll never forget this. He was like... What what are you doing? He goes, uh, "We're all Italian. You know why can't we be fucking cool we're all Italians?" And my friend Jim, I don't know if you know him. You might you I know.
0: I remember Jim. I, yeah. I I remember him. Little up, Jim. I remember him pretty good cuz he you told me a, something that he would do that I do now. That I mean, not not now but uh I I can't I can't even explain it. I have to talk to you later about it.
1: All right, we can get on that. The uh he tells the guy, Tying. he goes, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? He, fuck, I'll take that cigar and I'll jam it in your eyeball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that would be... That would be bad. Fuck I think.
1: it was classy. These kids just backed right up It like drained all their tough guido shit right out of them
0: like... All right, so let, let's talk about being a kid in Brooklyn. Like growing up, I mean, I, I can't uh, really speak on it. There's... It's for me, that neighborhood is alive. Yeah. Like I would love... I used to, when I used to go there to visit, I used to go there for, for a weekend, weeks actually, like summers actually sometimes, I used to love the sound of alarm going off mm. or someone beep. I don't know, it sounds stupid because that's something that would no, annoy, I guess, someone pulling in front of, it's annoying when the <laughs> people across the street would beep, mm. Yeah, wait, but at it, it, that sounds of home, I think, that's the, that's the soundtrack of
1: home. It is, man, the, the sound of that door opening, man. The sound of the ice cream man coming down the block, the sound of the old Italian lady calling her son because she doesn't speak English, and all you heard was. <whistles>
0: <laughs> that would be yeah. On. So, so like, what is it about that neighborhood that is is so great to grow up in? I mean, you got the fight, the the, the, the camaraderie, the neighborhood. That's it, and that's and, it. Right but there. what about like? I, I guess because I'm coming from an outside source, the little things for me. That are important may maybe nothing to you, like that giant red f- emergency fire department pole. <laughs> like, that is so homely to me. Yeah, man, it's the whole aura it brings. It, it just...
1: It, it just keeps... It, it, it was simple and real. Everything was simple and real, man. What
0: about going to, like, a park? Like, Dyker I mean, Park, for instance. Dyker
1: Park. Oh. The sound of the basketballs and the right, the right, fucking right. the bats, the softball yes, bats, yes. the fucking handball hitting the fucking wall, uh, kids
0: fucking screaming. I, they, it's, it's it's so hard to explain. It's, it's, like, it's like kinetic energy; it never stops. No, it's what what's better than hearing? Like you're at the park, you're with you, 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 whoever you're with, whoever you're with, you, you love, friends, family, whatever. But off in the distance, in the park. You hear the kids playing You hear the fucking The fountain hitting the ground Mm. You hear the basketball Like you said The basketball That That's That's a fucking That's the soundtrack to a life It is man And that's why I feel like That's why I wanted to ask you About Brooklyn Because I feel like I missed out on that In, In the parks In Long Island The sound of the basketball Was your basketball Gotcha And that was it yeah, the sound of the hand. Well, there was some parks that were pretty active, but the right. sounds of the handball hitting the wall was your handball, and that was right. it. Yeah, the sounds of kids playing in the schoolyard. Yeah, you can't hear it because mm-hmm. it's too far away. I love the sound of kids playing in. And when I when, when I used to go by over there, um, I went by there a couple times. And you know, PS two or four mm-hmm. was it Two oh four. That just looking at that yard, that schoolyard, is is, is like a fucking throwback. It really is. And I think the reason this I know this might sound weird, but I love hearing kids playing in the in the in the distance. Yeah, it makes me feel like I'm home, or for some. And even when I'm anywhere, I even if I'm in fucking you know I, I'm I'm a I'm a truck driver the truck driver for a living. So I could be in fucking West Iceland, and if I hear kids playing in the distance, it reminds me. I get like a homely feeling. I think that's because Brooklyn was so tight-knit and you yeah. just, you heard that even when you were home.
1: Yeah, man. It's, it's, you know what it is? It's life. It's full of life and energy and, and. It's alive. Yeah, it's alive. And, and then, I mean, it's alive and that's you. Well, not you, but somebody on the outside looking in that they see life. But you, when you're actually in there so much more, it's life. It it's. It, the unity, it, 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 the camaraderie, the, the, the neighborhood, like when Yusef Hawkins got shot and they marched through Bensonhurst, that fucking neighborhood, they stuck together like nothing I've ever seen before in my entire life.
0: Gotta say a butter knife was the bad choice.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah You're right about that But hey man I gotta give him Fucking You gotta give hey, him A thumbs up For fucking giving it a shot if Somebody, did, banana something, head, somebody oh, did something Oh Should shit Did he even break the skin With that fucking thing? Oh uh, no That's a fat dude too It's a lot of tit To go through Especially if you got him On like that nipple It's like a Like that black leather <laughs> It's like a fucking doorbell fuck, It's like a pepperoni <laughs> It's like a piece of fucking uh, Deluso salami bro <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that fucking neighborhood, man. You know, let me tell you something. What happened with Yusef Hawkins and Joey Farmer was terrible. It's a fucking bad thing. You had a tiny kid and a black kid that had a fight. The black kid ended up getting killed. All right, fine. The media gets a hold of it. They fucking blow it up. Like they, like they still do. Like they still do. Yeah, but now it's worse. But actually, you know what? It's not worse. It's the same bullshit. But the media gets it.
0: I think it is worse because now you have have Twitter and Facebook and all that shit spreads instantly. Right. Let's not even get into the Trayvon shit. Oh, forget it. Don't stop. I'm not fucking putting my hood up for nobody. Nothing against Trayvon, huh? Let's talk about
1: what you're talking about. But, uh, so the fucking Farmer and Yousef, they got a problem, whatever. Fucking Yousef threatens Farmer. Farmer threatens Yousef. Yousef comes back. It just so happens that Farmer was Uh, going to follow through with the threat. And so when Yusef Hawkins died, all of a sudden, hundreds and hundreds of blacks are marching down the avenue. Now, I don't know about you, but that's my fucking avenue. And and this is actually how I felt when I was there. I felt like right or wrong, whether these people are right or wrong, the skin color didn't mean shit. All that neighborhood knew is that these fucking people are marching down the
0: streets where
1: you feel alive.
0: And I think they know that. And I think if you asked them that, they wouldn't say that. No, we're just marching for our, uh, you know, where no. they uh, falling. But they know. Because yes. they're from neighborhoods too. That's right. So they know how, how that's making you feel.
1: Exactly. And that's why they did it. Now, me and my friends, you know, we yelled and we chanted and this and that. But the old school times went up their fucking buildings. They went on the roofs. And they were throwing tomatoes, <laughs> apples. That's great. Bananas. Things were being thrown. I mean, listen, I'm not making this shit up. This is what went down. If you throw a
0: banana, does it come back?
1: Well, <laughs> 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 you know, you're talking about home, right? People are marching in, in my fucking home. People took that shit personally. They weren't going to let them just fucking do that. And that's how it went. Hey, but that neighborhood, man, you, you could fucking spit on each other. But if somebody spits on,
0: yeah, it, yeah, it's a fucking problem. Yeah, that's that 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 it's that you know that community that, that tight knit community. It's it's a family feeling. I mean, it's yeah. not. I wouldn't say it is a family. No, only because you know no. the guy next door to you can backstab you at any minute. Yeah, you, but at the same mm-hmm. time, if someone comes inside from outside, he he has your back. Yeah, am I right with that? Yes. And there's a lot. There was a lot of street justice. In that neighborhood
1: Ben Sures was all street justice All street justice You fucking call the cops and people find out You're in trouble You never call the fucking cops Those I, days are gone I think Those days are gone I don't know fucking, how it is there. No I don't know how it is There now Because I'm not there for a while But Those in days In general are gone, In general
0: they're gone man Just, just in general Because you know why Because the guy who's calling the cops Knows that they're They're going to record His 911 call And mm-hmm. knows it's going to be released On YouTube And he wants to be a star
1: I tell you what You're right Everyone calls the fucking cops. I've had people call code on me, man, because they don't like the way my gutters are. It's fucking are you Fucking kidding me. And I'm thinking to myself, I, and sometimes I catch. I still think old school. I'm like, let me fucking find out who the fuck. Fuck, I'm gonna bang on that door. I'm gonna pull them out of their fucking house.
0: You're Let's, in Jersey now.
1: I'm in Jersey. You're now. In Jersey. You know what's gonna happen to me when I pull them out of the house? I'm gonna go to fucking jail. It's a. In Brooklyn, back in the day, you, first of all, that nobody would have fucking called anybody on anyone. Because why would you have a problem with that, first of all? Yeah, it's because people don't fucking mind their business over here. You know why? Because their whole lives, they've never had a consequence for putting their nose in somebody else's business. Right. In Brooklyn,
0: growing up, you put your fucking nose in someone's business, you got to cut off. That's why when you think about calling the car or, or the, the, whoever comes to fuck with the... Who would you call for your gutters? The borough? The borough office? That's what they do. They call
1: the borough. That's what they call here. They call borough. Now they know not to do that because something's (laughs) going to happen. I mean... uh, I can't... I've been ranting a lot about Jersey people lately. They are fucked up. They... Not everybody. I know some real guys from out here. Some of them are real deal, just like anywhere else. But the general (laughs) population... Fucking scumbags, smile on your face, behind the back, they talk trash. They fucking call code, and then they smile on your face. I've never seen it before in my entire life. And I summed it up to the fact that they grew up with no consequences. I grew up with consequences. Like, you do the wrong thing and you get hurt.
0: That shit's going away. It's it's, it's, it's really bad. It's it's really bad that that's going away, only because... Uh, not one calls and cameras mm-hmm. and the internet, right. and the world is getting smaller, and everyone wants to be a star. All those things contribute to a to a fucking uh, an entitled country, really. Yeah, a bunch of fucking pussies to sum it up. <laughs> a bunch of fucking pussies, yeah, man. It's fucked up. Well, how do you how does that like over in Russia? Oh. Or in the Middle East, one of those little fucking Kazakhstan mm-hmm. fucking one of those stands. Deca, deca, deca. It's fucking mandatory that kids learn MMA in school. Dude, that country's gonna fucking just like what do we do? I tell you what, I have Bo- bullying. No,
1: <laughs> I don't have any fucking arguments with that. Dude,
0: you're bringing a fucking a uh, 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 a water gun, you're suspended. Dude, we don't even play fucking dodgeball in school anymore. There there's was a, nobody can lose. There was a school somewhere. I don't remember where it was that they fucking banned the dodgeball.
1: I heard about that. That's why I'm bringing it up. But
0: it was one school. They take it out of schools. I've heard it's been taken out of schools. It's possible. It's bad. It's fucking bad. We can't. We can't fucking emasculate our youth, man. It's done. Yo, boys have to be boys. It's done. It's over. The there's no, it. There's no coming back.
1: How? How can you come back when you got this fucking... Conj- oh, let me tell you, 9/11, 9-11, happens. I was fucking enraged, all right? A lot of people were enraged, a lot of normal people. Then you got a guy like Richard Gear. He speaks in front of the fire department. He tells the New York City fire department that just lost fucking 300 people, 400 people, right? He tells them it's not right to retaliate. How? What happened to good old fashioned American fucking rage? What happened to good old fashioned fucking push me,
0: punch you? Like, it's gone. So, what do you do? <laughs> it's not right to retaliate, so they do it again? You bend over it and goes, take it. It goes back to the consequences. You can't just come over here and fucking do that without no consequences. And we see the circle? See how the circle comes? Yeah. That's it. Just fucking whip. Well listen This was This was The the Brooklyn show We're getting off on Some kind of political shit here. (laughs) This was the fucking This is the Brooklyn show About growing up in Brooklyn How I Did I miss out Did I miss out I I say that I had a I had a good childhood Good growing up As you know As a teenager Growing up in Long Island We had a lot of fun Yes You know we did a lot of We didn't really do dirt really We did a a little This this and that You know Mostly Drug type shit But Did I miss out? Like, what did I miss? What is that feeling that I'm missing? Is it the camaraderie, the family, the community? Is it just the atmosphere? Is it that the neighborhood's alive? What is it? Everything you just said.
1: Now, I've had the... I've been lucky because I had fun on Long Island, too. Did you know? Keg parties. Don't follow my podcast. (laughs) Yo, keg parties... How about fucking parties in the woods? Parties on the fucking train tracks. Uh, fucking lighting fires and having a barbecue. I, I was lucky that I had both. And I tell you what, I wouldn't... The Brooklyn outweighed for sure, but I would
0: not trade them West Babylon times for anything neither. I mean, let me tell you a quick story about a Long Island party. This, of course, was me and Jay. You know Jay. Our mm-hmm. friend Ray, you never He's met. Funny bastard, Jay. Right? So we're at this party. It's me, Jay... Ray. Ray had a pickup. Two-seater. He never wanted to drive us anywhere. He was a cheap fuck. He never wanted to drive. I got no gas. I can only fit two people in the truck. So we were at a party. It was us three. We, it was a stick shift. We All three of us fit in the front. I think, I don't know, the stick was between my legs. I was on the corner. Where Jay was in the middle because he was little back then. We were at a fucking keg party in Long Island. Right. A fight breaks out two guys fight fight always breaks always break. always always every, game, always a fight. every
2: house party there's <laughs> always a fight. beat
0: up two a couple times so this is what happens two guys get into a fight it ends up spilling out into the front yard the whole party follows them now for some reason me and my friends and especially me and jay we were different than everybody we never mingled and party uh we party, but we never mingled and talked, and we always huddled around the keg and just had our... We, it was like we brought the, our own thing to them. So the whole party filtered out in the front lawn. We stayed in the back. We didn't give a fuck. We see fights all the time. They're just fighting. Right, right. So I was like, yo, let's take the keg. <laughs> <laughs> take dude, the fucking keg. So, dude, everybody's in the front yard watching this fight. Yo, Ray, Ray jumps over the fence, six-foot fence in Long Island, that big six-foot pointy fences. Stockade. (laughs) Stockade fence. Ray pulls up his pickup truck. Me and Jay, Ray was a big dude. He was, like, way bigger than he should have been at, you know, 16. Like, we thought he was on steroids or some shit. We picked up the keg, me and Jay, over the fence, gave it to Ray, put it in the back of his truck, and we took the keg, keg, drove it to Jay's house. Emptied out his fridge. <laughs> took all the meat out <laughs> of his <The> fridge. Fucking, <laughs> took out the shelves. great. Put the keg in the fucking fridge. And we had a keg for two weeks. <laughs> fucking A. <laughs> that's good shit. Had
1: some, fuck, that's
0: some... That's some... I got some Long Island shit. I
1: got man. some Long Island fucking good stories too, man. I wouldn't trade them for anything, man. Uh, I got a couple, man. One uh, time we were partying by the church. Uh, what's the name of that church? I can't remember. It oh, was oh, um
0: maybe? no, it was uh, Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle.
1: <laughs> That's the one. I, I did it's just funny things. I mean, we had so many people back there, and um, maybe it wasn't the church. I can't fucking remember, but it was by train tracks, and uh, the cops came, and I'll never forget it, man. We were barbecuing and drinking a keg, and the cops came and they fucking chased us down. And I remember going, g- grabbing the meat off the grill, sticking it in my pocket and grabbing the keg, and I'm running down the tracks, <laughs> pulling a keg with a fucking London broil in my hand, all burnt out, like a, yo, big old fucking metal head gear on, fucking, yo, did
0: you get away from the cops? Do you have the London broil? Please,
1: somebody tell me, did you got there the, like,
0: fucking restaurant. And I'm like,
1: dogs? it's right here. <laughs>
0: Yo, fucking nice guy Eddie shows up. Please, someone tell me you got the London broil.
1: <laughs> fucking thought, dude, uh, dude, ah uh, man, I met a couple times. We had fights, and one time I got jumped. I remember every fucking party, every house party, a brawl. Yeah. Every single one.
0: Okay, I'll tell you one. Th- uh, one time I was proud. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, there was a party one time. we were at this guy's house and. You know, Wine Dance is a pro- predominant. The- That's a nice area. I was looking, <laughs> looking to buy yeah, over there. Yeah, and in the immortal words of Johnny Nissan, it's not predominantly; it's all black. <laughs> the undesirables. Yeah, so they come over and they want to go to this party. It's two of them, uh, two black guys, want to go to this party. They, and and this particular house, for some reason, he had a guy. He had a guy at the door, like to see who comes in and out. Uh, they used to do that too. And yep. he he wouldn't let them in. And they were drunk, really? Yeah, and they were like, "All right, we're gonna, we're gonna come back," oh. and and they didn't leave to come back. <laughs> like they didn't let them leave. <laughs> Dude, I went. I heard the commotion. They did a sunny. I, yeah, I went to the front. I saw a commotion. Um, there was about fifteen young white dudes stomping out the car. Oh. Like the two guys, the two guys were like on the floor. And the car was getting stomped out. And the reason why I say it was pride... Not because we were white and they were black. Because there's a hundred of us and there was two of them. It's just because that black shit don't, didn't intimidate anybody. No. Like it may do to the youth now. Yes. Because they're so predominant in movies and music and pop culture. Well, they're being looked up to. Right. Because, you know... So <laughs> yeah, that was right. that was a great moment, man.
1: You know, it, it's funny you say that too. Because that's another thing in Brooklyn too. Well, actually, as a matter of fact, in West Babylon also... We, we were not scared of anyone. You know, in, in, in Brooklyn also, it, we were not scared. Of, you know, the blacks knew the white boys were crazy too. Like, Image means nothing. Right. They didn't come by us. Listen, we didn't go by them. We're not stupid, you know. But now, it seems like the whites look up to the blacks so much to the point that they're intimidated. How, how can I beat up somebody that I look up to? Is it
0: because of of the pop culture thing? It has to be. I would think... It it, 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 is. I think it is. Yeah. Because they they relate... Because...
1: Yeah. It's uh, a tough one to fucking explain. But it's just summed up is that whites look up to to blacks. I mean, there's nothing wrong with looking up to a black guy. Or looking up to a white guy. But when you're looking up to a race just because... Did on a video, you fucking it's like, yeah, you 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 lost.
0: <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, it's
1: terrible, and that's what's happening right now. I mean, what's the worst thing in the world? There's a wigger
0: <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's not even the the lines are so blurred now. Every everything yeah. everything is all intersected and interjected, and this this isn't even coming from a, a white on black issue. This is coming no. from an American, yes, like an like the future I heard uh, Do you remember the thing uh, Happened a couple of weeks ago Where the black Baseball player Came out He was gay Yes Jason Connors or Yes was? Well Charles Barkley Was, was commenting on it and, and And the grammar He was using
2: mm-hmm. it, was, it was was
0: uh, Fucking atrocious I like Charles Barkley He's, do you? Uh, he's honest. Dude. Do you really? He was honest. He's honest. Oh, he is that. He speaks his mind. Brutal honest. And he was brutalizing the English language. He was saying, he say, if he say he gay, then I'm cool. That mean he be gay? Right? Like, <laughs> how, how do you fucking... <laughs> I know how he got the job, because he's a fucking a, a, a legendary player. But right. People of youth, the youth of today is, not the band, is watching that. <laughs> And that's not how... That's not how to be. Well, I say that's not how to be. That, that's not even really... Pro- I can't speak too well either. No. But... But... Not like... I'm not on fucking ESPN.
1: I'm not going to say... I'm not going to go up to a girl and ask her who her name is. You know what I'm saying?
0: No, hey, girl, no. who who your name is? That's Nelly. I remember that.
1: Oh, fuck. Nelly. Who your name is? Like the him right in his grill for even letting... You know what's funny? That if you say that, who your name is, right? If I said that to someone, I'd be looked at as a fucking ret- retard. He says it, and all of a sudden, 5 million people are saying it, and it's all good. It's
0: terrible. It's, we're lost. <laughs> it's, it's lost. Yeah, it's a, it's a good word for it. Lost.
1: Yeah, everybody's lost, especially white. White America's lost.
0: You think you think um, there's no identity? Like I mean, I mean, how important, how important is an identity anyway? I mean, I guess you just you are who you are, but if if there's so much pop culture influencing everybody with YouTube and internet mm-hmm. and you know all this shit, everybody wants to be a star. I guess identity is more important than ever. I tell you what, everybody makes fun, and this is where the fucking Guidos come back in.
1: You can make fun of the Guidos all you want, right? But they are who they are. Are they? I don't know, but how you can't tell. But they have their identity.
0: But did they get that identity from, from the old school guys that you grew up with? Absolutely who the not. Who were the real deal? And they just, they just took that and implemented that into their life to have their own identity? Or is it who they are? They took
1: the old school, tough, Italian... Rap, they tried to take that and incorporate that with their shit to intimidate. Not maybe not to intimidate, but to add to their like persona. You understand what I'm saying? Like they tried to take that. Intimidation, it's such a hard
0: thing to Intimidation is bullshit without intent. If you mm-hmm. intend to intimidate somebody, you can't. You you have to be able to. You want all right. If you want to intimidate somebody, that's not going to work. If you intimidate someone, but unless you Unless ha-
1: you're a black guy talking to a white guy. Intimidation
0: just works just fine. In, in 2010, <laughs> yeah. But, like, you can't... You have to be ready to do... You can't just in, I'm going to go intimidate him. No, you, you have to be ready to do something. Because if you try to intimidate somebody and they're ready to do something, you're not... Where does that get you?
1: Oh. Well, I'm In the hospital, maybe? You know? <laughs> hey... Well, I, I think White America is lost. Yeah, I do. Like you said. Yeah, I really do. They, they don't. Their identity is in, in up for grabs, and they don't know if they want to be who they are, or they don't know if they want to be. Uh, dude, this thing, conversation like that can go on for fucking days, man.
0: And it kind of, it kind of all comes back to New York hardcore. You know, cause I walked into a place. I, uh, I walked into a place today, not today, yesterday. I uh, I deliver packages for a living with a parcel service. I was doing delivery at a uh, auto parts store, and I was I was wearing my pitchfork hoodie because it was raining,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you know I'm not supposed to wear other stuff. I to wear uniform. Mm-hmm. I said, "Fuck it, it's raining. Right. I'm wearing a hood." So I come in. This fucking guy is like, "Good shirt." So next time I came back the next day, I was like, "So you know pitchfork? You probably know hardcore." And Punk. He was like, yeah, you're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, hey, what's up? Just like that. right? Just like that. Now, I think guys like that and me and you and hopefully some of the youth that we, you know, with our kids or whatever, we can somehow influence, it's tough to fight the fucking big media machine. Of course. Especially when they make it out to be great. To be like the the, the, the catalyst to look beyond identity, beyond fame, beyond... We have to bring back values. You know, shame is gone. There's no more shame, which mm-hmm. is I think is a good thing. Right. We got to bring back just basic core values. Don't I don't agree. I try to do that. Don't don't fucking don't sacrifice yourself to be someone you're not. Like if we can if we can pass that down to our kids somehow while fighting this media machine and, and pop culture and where it's going is just going to get worse. If we can somehow pass... That's our only job is to pass that down to our kids. I somehow, agree. if they can grab it, pass it down to their kids, we're, we're, we're helping to bring back this country. I think. I don't know. That's all we can do.
1: I got to say that I agree with that and I do that to my son. My daughter's too. She's, we, I got time. I got time to marinate over that and see how I'm going to do that because yeah. she's, you know... But my son, the one thing about my son is he is who he is. And even, he is 13 years old, and if he likes to play Dungeons and Dragons, he'll do it, and he doesn't give a fuck what anyone thinks. That's great. And it's, it's beautiful, and I sometimes, I look, at, and I say to myself, not to be cocky, I say to myself, God damn it, I did a good job with that.
0: That's great, because I think that's one of the problems, is people fucking, not people, kids, are st- uh, you know what? I think from our generation cared more about people. Than people think now. I just think people want to be famous. Mm-hmm. But it's so great that a, a, a third old just does. I'm doing this because I want to do this. Exactly. I don't give a
1: fuck what you think. That's right. And that's the way he, my son, your nephew. <laughs> that's the way he is. He, he he doesn't care if he wants to paint his hair red. He, and everyone's going to make fun of him, he does not care. He's going to do it.
0: That's great. Yeah, that's, that's it's the, perfect. That's where things have to start. mm mm-hmm. uh, Anthony, thanks for doing my podcast. Anytime. You got your That was good. Really appreciate it, man. Anytime. We're going to have to end this now because uh, I got to drive home and I got to go to work tomorrow. Tomorrow's that Mother's Day. sucks. This is going to be posted probably a week after Mother's Day. New York hardcore, stay real. Later, guys.
2: For my family, for my friends. For those that we lost, I say, this is a message, this is for you. Never forget the Lower East Side For my family, for my